0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW.
2: Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions right now. I'm talking with a band called By All Means. We're all hanging out here in the Zoom chat. Normally... During normal circumstances, I I'd, I'd like to have bands up in the studio, but obviously it's uh, weird circumstances. I feel like the world's kind of coming back to normal in, in certain ways, but I think it'll be a little while till we do everything in person. Um, anyways, the name of the band that I'm talking with right now is By All Means. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah well, Thank you. you? So four guys here in the Zoom, all in different places. Uh, tell me what your name is let's let's start with you caleb what's your name well obviously caleb uh and uh what you do for the band and where you're broadcasting from right now
3: uh i'm caleb Sugiyama. i sing in by all means and i'm in my bedroom in Tacoma.
2: whoever wants to jump in
4: all right uh howdy i am chris or you can call me x chris x or Mm -hmm. chris um i play (laughs) the bongos or the Skins, and by all means with the Z, I reside in Tacoma, Washington, USA.
5: And I'm Jackson, I play the bass for by all means, and I'm also in Tacoma.
6: And I'm Jesse, I play guitar by all means, I'm from Tacoma, but right now I'm coming to you from Seattle. Fake! All right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys are all from Tacoma, at least, you guys are all. You know, from Tacoma, Jesse. You're 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 a little out of town here in Seattle. I'm I'm in Seattle too, but I I gotta ask is it is it important that you guys represent Tacoma? Is that is that yeah, one hundred
3: percent, yeah, yeah. With how little Tacoma hardcore there's been in like the last six years, I'd say it's like super important. I feel like
2: I grew up going to Tacoma shows. Some of the first shows I ever went to, there was a there's like a Christian punk club called Club Impact. Oh, yeah. Was, oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go to that one over by the Tacoma Dome. It was the first location of that place, and some of the first like pop punk bands. That was the venue that my mom felt comfortable dropping me off at. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. But little did I know, did she know I would meet guys like Tim Trust and like these guys that were like, you know, definitely influences of me getting into like some gnarly metal. But, anyways. <laughs> Enough about me. Uh, that So that's my, uh, you know, Tacoma was my first introduction to all ages music. Um, are, so did you guys all grow up in the Tacoma area?
3: Yeah, I think, Chris, mm-hmm. you're from Federal Way, but...
4: Yeah, I was, like, basically born and raised in Tacoma. I moved to to F-Dub for a little bit, and then I moved back. Yeah. I, yeah, adopted the F-Dub part. But, yeah, you know, it's chill. Um, but I think the rest of you pretty much... Mostly yeah. state
5: Tacoma, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, shout out.
5: Yeah, like my whole life. Born and raised, <laughs> haven't gone anywhere.
6: <laughs> yeah, moving around from like Tacoma to like Spanoy.
3: Spanoy's Tacoma. It's chill. Same
2: thing. All right. Yeah. Well, talk your shit, guys. Why is Tacoma better than Seattle? Why is Tacoma on top?
1: Talk Tacoma's
3: always
2: been on top. You don't gotta go for anything. It's not
3: big city, it's not little town. Everything cools in Tacoma. What do I need yeah. in
2: Seattle, you know? <laughs> Expensive <laughs> rent, yeah. Expensive yeah, rent, up. yeah.
3: Oh, I, yeah. Got, I got Frisco yeah. Freeze, I got Yo, the yeah, the better burger spot, I got 11
4: 11, not that far from me. Like, Ooh, the shout out, wow. oh, yeah, yeah. is so MSM, <laughs> MSM, MSM. Don't forget Thunderdome, baby. oh, yeah, Thunderdome, oh, yeah, shout out
2: Thomas Long. Mm-hmm. Oh, so my question is okay, so I had a band, um. Bunch of episodes back uh, from your area called Enum Claw, kind of indie oh, rock yeah. band. Oh from yeah, we oh. were on the show. A really cool band. Um, and they, uh, they they I was talking with them, and and they were saying how and I something I've noticed a lot of my friends moved out to Tacoma, and now you know things are the market, real estate market, everything's getting more expensive. It's getting more gentrified in Tacoma. Is that something you guys have noticed as well? Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's pretty. Cool, yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, it's
3: crazy. Sure. If you like look at like the hilltop area specifically too, like. It's changed so much in like the last two three years as compared yeah. to everywhere else. But if you still look at it, the heart of it is still Hilltop Tacoma. It's just yeah. visibly changing, but hopefully mm. not much more. But I have no saying
4: that part.
5: I don't know, dude. Construction in Tacoma is like nonstop, so I think it's just gonna be like everlasting. You know,
4: right, uh... I saw up with the construction. Is that they're never going to finish it because they want them construction people to still have a job, you know, Fair. like just still working on them because I mean, I five will never, will never like be done <laughs> or straight up.
2: <laughs> all right. All right. Local politics and construction aside, let's get your origin story guys. Let's, let's hear it. So you guys, uh, we're going to be debuting a, a new song here, but you guys uh, have been together for a couple of years now or yeah. what? Two, three years. The uh, or
3: even
5: just, more. Yeah, 2018. 2018. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 2018,
3: I think. Yeah, we played our first show then, but we were like practicing as a band for like a year before that. I literally forced Jesse to learn how to play guitar so we could start a band together. Really? And okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and same, same with Jackson and bass. I was like, yeah. You, know, you, you want to hang out more? I was like, learn how to play bass and we'll hang
2: out all the
5: time <laughs> right
3: now.
2: Nice. <laughs> So we just kinda went. Did you know that so you knew that you wanted to be the lead singer then? Yeah, this is like
3: kinda like a fever dream in the making for years. So I had weird riffs written forever. And then it kinda like went from a weird youth crew band. And then it somehow turned into New York hardcore, like early New York hardcore. And now it's whatever it's at
2: now. How'd you so. get thrown into the fold?
4: Um, you know I've I've known the, all these guys for a while mm-hmm. and you know I've I probably say I known Caleb the longest maybe going on close to 10 years now just
3: yeah just about throughout,
4: yeah throughout the you know the scene here saw Caleb at shows you know history right and you know I just got hit up the ass it was like uh my big like opportunity moment you know coach put me in and he was yeah. like you you want to fill in or for the band I was like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll, let, let me uh, let me check my books. Yeah. I, I think I can make some time. You know, so his, re- his return to hardcore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But I mean, I wasn't like totally absent from hardcore. I mean, you saw me at shows. Yeah, but you weren't
3: in a band anymore.
4: Yeah, no. But it, it, it's been chill. Yeah. What wasn't it when when I joined though? W- that's when we officially changed it to by all means with the Z. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah that's
2: all right. right so so what's the uh what's the reason for the z sounds cooler looks all cooler. right all right mm. is that when you guys switch from from a youth crew you're like screw this youth crew bullshit we're gonna put a z <laughs> i wish
3: no i didn't think of it that far even i think we i had like three songs written that were youth crew i was like man youth crew kind of sucks I was, like,
1: <laughs> I was like you know what's tight though
2: i was like outburst rocks biohazard rocks so then we just went for new york hardcore you're you're you get going and jesse and jackson you guys are kind of pick up your instruments to start the band how long did you guys like let the band germinate and like start like writing stuff before you even played a gig
6: it was like a solid year honestly i remember i was going to you have to start learning yeah and i remember i lived in aberdeen for a little bit okay going to school and I remember Caleb was like, let's try to start something up. So I bought a guitar and I remember I just practiced all the time whenever I had free time. And then when I finally was starting to move back, I remember that's when we started like getting serious. And Caleb was practicing with another band that was in Malaracha. And I came in to like Phil and I helped like fill in on bass while they're practicing. And then like out from there, we just started kind of working towards by all means, like when they would get done and the rest is history. Nice. Right on. Well, okay.
2: so people that are just tuning in now and they're like, you know, just fans of heavy music or just fans of rock and roll music or or local music, they might be kind of scratching their head with some of the codified language we're using, like youth crew, New York, hardcore, things like that. Hardcore music tends to be, you know, kind of somewhere in between punk and metal. So I'm curious from you guys, um, what was kind of your uh injection into to hardcore did you come from more of the punk side the hardcore side was it a random youtube video you spot you you uh you know checked out what was your first experience with hardcore and jackson let's start with you
5: i think mine was like the most like random honestly because um when caleb and i were hanging out a bit like towards the beginning um he just invited me to a show and i hadn't been to a hardcore show before and uh it was a show at like Green River College or something like that. Okay. So yeah, and then so that was like my introduction to hardcore. What was the What was the show?
2: Who was playing? Who? I I used to put on shows at Green River Community College when I hosted that show Dead Air. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Trevor put it on, but
3: I
5: think okay. it was
2: maybe you put it on though. No, say? no, my the last one I did was 2009. So oh, so Kevin, probably
5: not. we that. I was it
3: was, yeah, Blade. it was Malice. Uh, yeah. Malice, Safe and Sound. Uh, this band from Canada, I think they were called Cold Sleep. Okay. Uh, this is a guy, Jesse Handbauer's band from up there. And I think there was one more Canada band. I don't know. There had to have been one more, because a three-band bill in the middle of the day sounds weird.
5: Yeah, and it was, like, so long ago. but So it was pretty much that show, and then, like, we were hanging out more, and then a um, couple more shows and then that's when he asked like yo he's been talking about like by all means forever and he was like i want you to play so like let's do it
2: nice right on man so did it did it you know kind of kind of grab you at first the, the music or did it take a little while
5: well i was like interested as soon as like i went to that first show so cool. and like i just thought it was a lot of fun and i wanted to be more a part of it so like i was open to the opportunity, and it's been fun ever since.
2: Awesome. And Jesse, what about you? What was your first uh, interaction, or your first, uh, you know, kind of jump into the world of hardcore music?
6: Yeah, I remember Caleb and I met because we were playing American Legion baseball in the summer, and we were in Montana in the hotel room, and I remember we were staying in the same hotel room because Caleb had a Nintendo Wii U, and we wanted to play Super Smash Bros., and then for a little bit, I was like listening to like Black Flag and like suicidal tendencies, and we were like all in the hotel room. And I was like, "Hey!" I asked our friend to like let me play something on the speaker. I played Black Flag, and then Caleb kind of just looked up. He's like, "You using the Black Flag?" I was like, "Yeah." And then he showed me another band called Angel Dust, and then from there, mm-hmm. me and Caleb have been BFFs ever since. And then we would just start. He would just keep showing me more and more bands, and then eventually he brought me to my first show. It was at Real Art Tacoma, and I remember it was like pretty early on in Real Art. It was like a two-day show called like Cragtoberfest. And I remember Ill Intent played, Safe and Sound played, um, another band Anti-Self played. And that's all I can remember. But I remember being Crack-tober? so drawn to it. Cracktober, like K R A G. Oh, Cracktober! Cracktober! Oh, cracktober!
2: Smoking cracktober, <laughs> Jesus! All right, <laughs> Caleb. It sounds like you're kind of like the the godfather of this for your local like friend group, dude. You're the one who gets everyone into the hardcore. What was your first, uh, you know, in, introduction to it? This is my brother, so we were into like bad
3: metalcore, like mall metalcore kind of stuff. What was your yeah. hair like? I didn't, my dad didn't, my dad's a pretty strict Asian man, so. Okay, okay. You didn't have the,
2: the swoopy hair?
3: Nah, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to get to that length. Okay, okay. But in spirit, I was there. Yes. But my brother, like any stage that my brother went through, I went through with him right after, because he was like my best friend, but don't tell him I said that. Sure. Uh, He's your older brother. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And then like I like, we shared an iTunes account, so I'd get like, an apple gift card i'll be like hey what song do you want me to buy for like you and he like asked for some metalcore songs i was like this sucks because i was like into like hip-hop and stuff yeah so I was like, this is a <laughs> weird take and then it grew on me and then he was like yo there's this place called the viaduct in tacoma mm-hmm. we should go see shows there i was like oh tight there's local bands that do this and so we went to like a few viaduct shows and then like a little while later we went to like the last show and then i didn't know anybody that was playing so it's kind of mm-hmm. like nothing but then me and my friend nate uh we went over to red room to go watch some show there and i was like this rocks and then little by little because zach was booking shows there too mm-hmm. and stuff uh like save and sound and get added to a metalcore bill or like malice or like a hardcore band and get added and then everyone just went from metalcore to hardcore so it's pretty cool
2: so you 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 know you your introduction to to kind of like the metalcore world and i still uh like a lot of those bands you know even though like so i went through a phase where like um you know like everyone does where you try to distance yourself from it and then you kind of pop the cds in like the old mix cds and you're like actually this song kind of
4: rocks so
2: (laughs) what what's your opinion on like the reemergence of like the the metalcore sound like bands that are like really like going for like Early two thousands metalcore sound is that a surprise to you?
3: Not really, because it, especially with like the era of hardcore kids that came the same time that I came into, I think that's how everyone was getting into it. Whereas like opposed to like a little bit older generations stuff, it was like you got into metal. And then you found hardcore or vice versa. So it made more sense, kind of. Yeah. But with how easy it was to just go to Hot Topic and see like, bring me the horizon or something on the wall. It makes sense to me. And yeah. like the bands that are doing it are doing it so
2: well, too. Mm hmm. So it's wow. like that new Dying Wish album. It's, yeah, that's, it's like yeah. a love letter to the early 2000s record. Like, Straight so. up. It's so good. Yeah uh chris what about you man so what was your first introduction to hardcore we're kind of giving our uh what got us into hardcore uh
4: stories here so what what got you in um kind of looking back on it technically it probably would have been in 2007 um my dad took me to uh when when this was still a thing uh taste of chaos Mm -hmm. those tours um went up to the everett center um we were originally going just going to see deftones up there and Um, you know, we ended up catching, uh, Atreyu and some other bands, but I remember watching Atreyu and I was like, wow, this is really cool. You know, cause at the time when I was like 13, I was just (laughs) listening to like, you know, all the mid two thousands MTV style rap. That's really Mm -hmm. all I was like listening to. So I didn't really listen to much rock, Yeah, but you know, it was like super cool at the time. And then I remember kind of shortly after, um, Cause my dad's a graphic designer in the Seattle area. He knows like a ton of people and, you know, people would just kind of come and go in our place. And I didn't, I didn't know it at the time, but looking back on it, super cool. Um, one of his good friends is the vocalist from demon Hunter and he would just come by and, you know, he would bring over
2: Ryan Dunn is an incredible. uh, graphic. Yeah, dude.
4: Absolutely. His own like work is insane, you know? Um, I remember, like, one time uh, my dad was, like, pointing out to me, oh, he's, like, really interested in a you. And mm-hmm. then he just brought over, like, stack of CDs. And he's like, oh, you should check out uh, this band, you know, Symphony in Peril. Yeah. Um, you know, other, like, type of, like, drive-by Bosch, you know, type yeah. of
2: music. Right? Uh, he also sang for a Christian hardcore band called Focal Point.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sick. Focal Point. Yeah. So, like, kind of like uh, – you know, listening to like a bunch of like metalcore, you know, I kind of met some friends in high school and I went to one of their first shows, a band uh, from Federal Way called From Deeper Seas, Um you know, pretty much like from, from that, the first show, I just became like really tight and uh, Federal Way metalcore. I kind of just followed that around. And from there, I kind of just intertwined myself into the, hardcore world because it was like i remember this uh specifically i think caleb does too in the early 2000s, i wish or-
2: i hold on a second i wish there was a band that had the federal way metalcore t-shirt like uh, yeah, like, Dude, I, yeah. To be- <laughs> can you guys make a t-shirt that says federal way metalcore oh yeah, why not he-
1: i'm down
4: <laughs> anyways keep going Chris. Keep oh going yeah Chris. no i was just saying like in the early 2010s there was this like kind of like inter uh, like mingling of like between like the different like hardcore scene and metalcore oh. scene, deathcore probably. So yeah, yeah so out. meshed, and that's when um, you know, I met a lot of people like uh that I know in hardcore was like in that time frame and swing low, shout <clears throat> the, out <throat> the, yeah. The venue to, <laughs> to hang out at
2: Ken Parker. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> the venue to hang out at for me at the time was the the Red Room, mm-hmm. RIP. But that that was my spot. Right there a lot a lot of our spots, really, the red room um I saw Zabulba at the red room that was that was just a wow. a gnarly mess
2: of a a night. it was fun, oh. but it was uh it was a war zone oh, straight up, yeah Damn. I feel that's like really I need cool. to give my origin story with hardcore now, guys. I feel like this is some sort of like a, a group therapy meeting. do you guys want to hear mine?
3: yeah, I was yeah, gonna ask really you good. to tell yours anyway.
2: <laughs> all right, all right, so. Uh back this is really kind of weird. Uh I used to just like I, I kind of grew up with my mom bringing me to secondhand stores all the time. Uh and so I went to a Value village and I used to just get, you know, I still go to thrift stores, but this was before it was cool, you know, you because I didn't want to be seen there because I thought I would look like a poor kid, even though I kind of was a poor kid, but you know, whatever. So I, I would get my shirts there. And I would just get anything that was like a clever slogan, you know, kind of like a skateboarder kid. So I got this T-shirt that said, sick of it all, built to last. I had no idea what it was. I just thought sick of it all was a funny slogan for a shirt. And I'm in, I'm in, yeah, junior high or high, school. I think junior high. And this kid like comments on my shirt, like, oh, that's a sick band. And I realized I was such a poser. (laughs) uh, And so I go to Hot Topic and I'm like asking about this band, sick of it all. And someone gives me a Victory Records CD compilation and I get into bands like um, Reach the Sky, uh, Earth Crisis, just like, you know, Victory Records bands. Hatebreed was like a big one for me was that first Hatebreed record. But, uh, you know, I didn't have access to these shows. I would go to Club Impact shows, mostly pop punk and stuff. And occasionally I would check out something that was kind of bordering on hardcore. But the first hardcore, hardcore show I ever went to was in Seattle. It, this place called The Paradox in the U District, and it was a band called Panic, Overminded Body, Breaker Breaker, Stay Gold, and Champion. And John Pettibone from HIMSA and Undertow t- saw me at the show. He could tell it was my first show, and he hands me a flyer, and uh, it's for HIMSA and Botch's last show. Wow. And so cool. I go to that show and the Botch's last show, man, and that, that hooked me. So those first two shows, man, that's what really hooked me. And then that kind of, you know, got me hooked and I would go to shows from there, get really into Northwest hardcore and then touring hardcore and whatnot. And, um, but yeah, man, it was, it's weird to think that that was like 20 years ago. Now I feel so old but it's cool that there's always new generations. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm curious uh, about people's origin stories with this music, because um, it is uh, a style of music that you can get into, obviously like through Spotify and stuff like that uh, through YouTube. But I feel like it's, it's a style of music that's uh, always been very much a, it's a little bit beneath the surface and it all a little bit more ground level. And also, uh it always encourages participation
3: yeah so 100 percent.
2: yeah so uh yeah we're talking a little bit about that here and 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 um yeah uh where were we going okay so you guys are into hardcore music you start this band but then the pandemic hits yeah. what the did you guys do during the pandemic how did you guys stay sane you know did you did you guys practice did you guys you know stay separate or w- what was um, your day to day and how did you guys stay sane
3: did we, I don't think we practiced until like June or July yeah and that until was until Chris joined the band yeah Chris yeah. joined the band mid pandemic and then we're like alright well now we gotta figure this out mm-hmm. and I mean besides that we didn't do anything the whole time just hung out at home. I played Grand Theft Auto every day till like five in the morning. So, oh, that's so sick. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: How else did you guys stay sane other than Caleb playing Grand Theft Auto? Chris and uh, no? Jesse and Jackson, how'd you guys stay sane or busy at least?
5: I think I was um, like during, like, well, during the pandemic, um, for my work, we had a furlough. Mm-hmm. So, like, and that ended up lasting like four months or so. And so I honestly enjoyed it because it gave me like all the free time that I wanted, you know, waking up whenever instead of like having to travel to work and whatever. But so I was just like spending a lot of time skateboarding, like up until we started practicing again and like, yeah, just playing video games and like kicking it at home and with homies whenever I could. But, you know,
2: it was cool. Jesse, what about you?
6: I ended up again also playing a lot of video games and then on top of that I was really into like building Gundam models so that was definitely something that would help like take the time away because I could just sit down and like work on a model for like three hours and the time would go by and I'll just have like the Simpsons playing on the tv
2: yeah nice and Chris what about you man other than joining the band what else did you do
4: um you know I was recognized as an essential worker so Mm -hmm. I worked through the whole entire still am in thing where do you um, work at um i work with uh, the oreo makers right now so but i work down in the the lacy area so i'm mostly traveling to grocery stores oh okay. and kind of like selling in those uh, particular products you know oreos ritz wheat thins oh, you know right. that the company that makes them i yeah i basically as a just a representative okay. you know um are you on strike right now for a solid two months just came off strike
2: okay yeah yeah there's a strike right now for like is it general mills or kellogg's kellogg's Kelloggs, okay kellogg's okay
4: yeah um i i remember like probably when the pokemon oreos first came out this was still hilarious to me um i remember i was you know about to put them out on a display and this like this juggalo you know comes up and (laughs) And, um, you know, he has a, he has a hatchet dangling from his, his, uh, his belt or chain wallet. I, I didn't really look and he's like, Hey, can I get one? And I'm like, Oh sure. Here you go. I hand him a package and he like takes the whole box from my hand. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Just take the whole case. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. And then you don't want to mess
2: with that guy. He's got a straight up
4: because he's probably selling it on eBay for like thousands, do, that's how much their people are selling them on eBay right now. Holy crap! Wow, yeah, crazy. people don't mess. Same with the Lady Gaga Oreos.
2: You're the sucker that that handed them over, dude. Yeah, um Well, okay. So you guys just recently played your first show back. Um, you know, the, uh, after the pan. Well, we're still currently in, in the midst of a pandemic, but you know, once shows started opening up and you guys played uh, just another gig, Volume Two. What was it like uh, playing a show after 18 months of, you know? So- solid, just kind of hanging out at home or not playing shows. Was that was that a cool experience for you guys?
5: It was sick. It was
4: all <laughs> <old laughs> flushing. Oh, he had a good old time. Hot, bro. <laughs> you
3: did, did you get winded quick? Oh, unbelievably. Every time I've played a show, I've gotten winded quick. Our first show back was actually with uh, rjc and at vera project oh okay okay never mind never mind well All that right. was like a that was literally a week before though so that's yeah. the same thing but yeah
4: it was still really fun though that one mm-hmm.
3: too yeah it was so packed too it was insane how full it was yeah that's kids awesome. have that, kids i've never seen i think it's like a bunch of tiktok kids and stuff
4: there Power was a bunch group. of people from tiktok apparently
2: yeah was Where this still sold mean? out what is tick what are you talking about a just another gig <laughs> no, at, uh, at RJC. RJC. So yeah. is TikTok? What what is what is a TikTok kid? Is that just someone who who's on TikTok and finds out about hardcore through TikTok? Yep, nail on the head. Is this is like the positive thing or what's? It's a
3: it's a thing. It's not positive or negative. Real neutral. Okay. it's like they're finding hardcore, so that's cool, but they're not really doing anything more than like being like a fly on the wall of a patron. So
2: it's it's ups and downs. As long as people are coming out, that matters more right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. TikTok hardcore. All right. I guess. Well, you know, I think I'm a little too old for that, or a little too washed. But hey, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll. Is there? Are, are you allowed to be like over thirty on TikTok? Yeah, trevor. Uh,
4: yeah uh follow at their <laughs> on tiktok
2: for uh oh wait yeah, Finn so. mckenty from the punk rock nba is on there yeah 100
4: yeah, yeah. he is yeah
2: yeah so yeah
3: trevor jassett is like the one person that i can always point to be like yeah, it's fine if you're 30 and do
2: it okay all right, all right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> i love this tiktok as long as trevor's so on there good. well um okay so you guys uh recorded some new songs yeah mm-hmm. so tell me a little bit about this because we're going to jump into one uh, it was bomb. It
3: was, I learned, we learned how to play slash chords right after we put out the thing before. So there's none on the EP that's out, but this coming one, there's going to be slash chords. It All is right. Tight.
2: So, uh, what, what's, uh, where'd you guys record it?
3: I don't remember Cameron's studio name, but up there in like South, like South Park area. It's the name Cameron Heck and dark right. Cameron. All right.
1: Right on. pretty bomb
2: so, so we're gonna go into bam strike you down you want to intro this one what's it about what's the deal what's bam, what's the deal with bam strike you down i wrote the <laughs> lyrics as we got there so this song is literally about nothing it just sounds cool all right sounds good man here's bam strike you down new music by by all means on loud and local stay home sessions
1: Strike you down, your it is gone. Send your breath. Strike you down.
2: That was Bam Strike You Down by By All Means, uh hardcore band from Tacoma. Uh, federal way metal core if you will Uh, (laughs) 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 that's their new t-shirt slogan yeah um and so i'm curious about you know and and this is something that i didn't prep you guys with or anything so just feel free to spitball throw a couple names out there uh and it doesn't have to be super definitive but Favorite Northwest bands of all time, and it could be anything from Soundgarden and Nirvana to, you know, Sinking Ships or you know Owen Hart or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like favorite Northwest bands of all time, man. Past sad. or present. Okay, You, well you go first if you're a- asking me. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, I mean, only fair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah fair. Uh, a band called Seaweed from Tacoma. That's my favorite Yeah, favorite favorite uh, Northwest band.
3: Man, there's so many layers there. Favorite grunge band is Allison Chains. Yeah for me.
2: 100%. Oh
3: man. This,
5: this is a hard is question. Hard. Yeah, one this is hard.
2: Band. It can be a one couple. Favorite, you, uh, you can have a couple.
4: Um one of my favorite uh hardcore uh-huh. bands uh left with nothing yeah yeah awesome. left with nothing because I, I i saw them. them
2: in federal way speaking of federal Way metalcore i saw them in federal way at warehouse music people were moshing into the cd racks it was oh, by the barnes and noble um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there was a warehouse music uh and i saw yeah i saw people like spink actually it was um it was uh what's his name uh, tim trust from uh from owen hart was spin kicking into uh cd racks at left with nothing at warehouse I music
4: Vaguely so. remember this place <laughs> that's warehouse. awesome
2: yeah so left with nothing good stuff uh, anyone else skull crusher 2000 shout out grant staub i named that band really that's yeah, funny. over a will instant messenger
3: <laughs> that's awesome yeah
2: uh i don't know and Who's also Grant? shout out Grant,
6: yes. Yeah, shout out Grant.
4: Yeah.
6: Um yeah. Red Scare. <laughs> the scare, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Red man. Scare formerly formerly the scare or the other way around. Shout out Casey Shaw. Yo. Undertow? Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Hemza. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, think yeah, we're I-, right. I love me
5: to <laughs> I-, I wanna shout out end of Days right now. Like I feel like I've just been listening to them nonstop and I know that's like the newest out of the list that we just dropped, but like, you got to shout out the guys. contemporaries.
2: Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. Uh, okay. So uh, let's, let's just say you're having a hard day and that's not a hard you know thing to imagine given that we've just had 18 months of unprecedented craziness. If you're having a hard day and you want to reach for an album that can either bring you to a positive place or just get your regression out, either way just an album that can bring you back to a good place uh what's what's an album that you can put on um you know time tested just like a solid album for you and uh jesse why don't we start with you
6: man i would definitely have to be either miles to go by outburst or urban discipline by biohazard those are always go-to's for me cool awesome chris um one
4: that kind of like always like just gets me like kind of in a good mood kind of necessarily really is uh lincoln park's hybrid theory yeah you know what yes I'm yeah. <laughs> like r- i was just listening to it uh earlier r. R. Week, and i'm like dude in the end like looking at it like so production wise songwriting wise it it just goes so hard so good man you know <sighs> so good
2: i think we just celebrated like 20 years of of that album last year, or like a year before,
5: yeah, so. crazy. They dropped that like re-release, and it has like how many songs? It has so many songs on it's crazy. it, but like even stuff they hadn't like released. It's cool. Yeah,
2: Caleb, what about you, man? What's an album you can go to? Uh, it's a uh,
3: Japanese disco record called Summer Breeze by a band called Piper.
6: Oh,
2: okay.
3: That or a uh, uh, Mob Justice by the
2: Rival Mob. Cool. I feel like I'm going to need to check out this Piper group. It's cool. I'll send it to you. All right. Really good. I like it. Jackson, what about you, man?
5: Um, it can just be anything. Yeah.
2: Any, any album that you can reach for that's like, puts you in a good mood.
5: I would say like ballads one by Joji. And then I'm going with Chris, like Lincoln park is like the greatest artist of all time. Like the band, everything about it.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Right on, cool. So good.
2: So uh, you guys, uh, you're about to put out this three songs. uh, Kind of like, is it going to be tape or just digital? It's going to be tapes, I think. Tapes, right on. Uh, What are your guys' goals for the band? Have fun.
4: U.S. tour. Put out a full record. I'm I'm dropping the goals for us, guys. Okay. We're going to do a music video. We're going to do a U.S. (laughs) tour. We're going to go to Japan. Cool. We're going to definitely a music video or two okay or three yeah we'll we'll probably stick with two and then we're gonna break up yeah
2: (laughs) after right before the music video drops
6: yeah yeah Yeah. it'll be it'll be in the music video (laughs) at the very end like we're breaking up yeah
2: so uh okay so one one unique thing about hardcore music is uh how how aggressive things can get into the pit you know not only are people moshing uh and 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 this might sound like rudimentary to some people that are hardcore kids listening but you know to anyone that's not there's a lot of like you know fighting the invisible ninja like spin kicking and and really going pretty hard there uh what is your worst pit injury or mishap Caleb, let's start with you. Worst pit injury. Oh, man.
3: I got, it was during one of the worst ones. I got hit. I got hit in the nose so hard during minus at Rainfest. Mm. Like, I'm like 17 years old. Yeah. And I just like look up and like, and all of a sudden, just straight across my nose, I just see a fist come across, and my eyes are the widest I've ever been. And I was like, that, that feels pretty bad. Uh, somehow it wasn't broken, but, man, was it bleeding pretty good. That, that's probably up there for me.
2: Christopher? Christopher? Christopher.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm coming, I'm coming. Um, uh, I would probably say, I guess this has been kind of like a, like a perma-injury. I remember Rainfest 2014. Uh, what band was it? It was I, I can't remember the band right now, but I was up front cuz they were doing a Pantera Strength Beyond Strength cover and I was, you know, singing along and you know someone stage dives on me and they land like kind of like kind of like on my neck, right? So, like the whole weight's just going I'm on sorry.
2: there. Uh, that was
4: probably and, me. <laughs> and I was, and I just remember, you know, the adrenaline's going right. Once that's going and you're, you know, singing along, you're just mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, this hurts. But, and then afterwards, I was just like, Shh, ah, I think I got next up. Yep. So that, that hurt for like the rest of the weekend. Um, you
2: got the stinger.
4: Yeah, no. And then every, every now and then, if I feel like I move it like too fast or at a weird angle, it like, I don't know how, i guess like activates or something if that nice. makes sense yeah scary superpower yeah i was just like wow i yeah it's like a perma injury so it's been
2: broken for you know seven years now yeah yeah <laughs> jesse what go. about you man you ever gotten fucked up in the pit
6: by caleb (laughs) (laughs) no not too bad luckily i don't mosh a crazy amount but i definitely remember going to this band from bremerton powers last show of course and i remember there was like a weird like way it was set up like some odd reason they played not on the stage but in between the stage and some railing and i was sitting on the stage and i remember people were like stage diving and like still somehow landing on me and i remember that again like also Like shot my neck for, and I've had neck pains ever since.
2: Jesus Christ, man! You guys are
6: up next, Jackson. What about you, man? (laughs) Um, I also haven't had like too
5: many injuries, but I feel like the most like memorable one for me was it was Sound Theory. Was it 2017? I think it was 2018. Yeah, 2017 or 2018 or something, and Dare was playing. And this was at, like, 1 in the afternoon, so It was still, like, super early in the day. And um, it was their last song. And, like, I I never really, like, got, like, in the pit, like, just kind of close or on the side, you know? But this guy stage dived. And when he did, he did a front flip. And I didn't see him coming at all because, Uh like, yeah, I think the person in front of me is just, like, maybe too tall or whatever, you know? (laughs) And I just remember seeing a one come flying and hit me in the forehead. So (laughs) it was like, it was just quick, like a little, like, like a flash in my eyes, you know? And then like my head just was throbbing the rest of the day. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah.
2: (sighs) That reminds me... Uh, uh, so I went and saw a show over in um, Central Washington. It was oh yeah, over by Ellensburg, and you you mentioned Grant Staub. He was in a beatdown band called My Vice. Was he? Yeah, they. I mean, wow. they, yeah, they kind of. They were like a beatdown kind of, kind of. Yeah, like soup. They were like the heaviest thing in the Northwest for a little bit, and I think they only put out like a really, really sounding demo. But I went and saw his band, and um, I was picking up change. And this is one of those pits where. Uh, It's more dangerous to be on the side of the pit than to actually be pitting. So it's like a pit or die. So you just had to go in there and just do whatever. So I was I was picking up change and I just get spin-kicked straight to my temple and Mm. I just knock down. Mm. And the next thing I know, I'm on a bed, like having water like thrown on me. Like I was straight up like like time-lapse concussion style. That was gnarly. And then another time I went and saw Shattered Realm. And Donnie Brook and Hoods at <laughs> Hell's Kitchen in Tacoma, RIP. And within a minute of going to that show, my nose was bloody. I yeah. like I walk in and immediately, <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Donnie Brook, Hoods, that's... Shattered Rome, and Foot of Line Styles. Yeah, good stuff um all right well that's enough about me i we're gonna go into another song here uh and this one's called seeing red feeling blue you guys want to say anything about this one
3: uh yeah this one was like i kind of wrote it about how crazy the world is and especially being like we're a full band of people of color mm-hmm. me and jackson are both native mm-hmm. and like seeing how his shit goes down especially like missing and murder indigenous women and stuff mm-hmm. and how there's like all this talk about, Oh, we should do this. We should do that. And how little action there is on it and how much sure. talk of for
2: cloud it is. And just like, if we're going to talk about it, be about it, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's go into it. Seeing red, feeling blue by, by all means here on lab local, stay home sessions. We'll be back with more from the band.
1: know much about purgatory what it's a place between heaven and hell where those who were left behind unable to get into heaven continue to suffer a place of struggle and pain in other words the world that we're in now I are being killed, Someone who looks like me My brother sisters make me go through I think the pain of fear, it's always on the news Can't take this feeling, of fear, seeing feeling blue never been justice And so it means trust us Don't keep each other saying We do what we must I can hear you barking But I ain't see you fighting Don't you feel like such a thing? Of oh, you You talk the song But you ain't doing much This ain't something for you where are all with the God! And if you don't belong, don't belong!
2: here on Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions uh, and yeah guys how, how can we uh, follow your band and support you guys are you guys playing any shows coming up
3: we are we're playing on October 26th in Portland I don't remember the venue name but it's on the internet All and right. then we're, we're playing in Tacoma the next day at Hammerhead House South Tacoma South End Style uh, I'm booking that so that'll be funny cool
4: that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Caitlin.
3: Thank you. I don't what want to go.
4: Uh, okay.
2: So uh, if you're want to follow this band, make sure you add the Z by all means. And is it by all means two, five, three. I yeah, think So that, is that two? Five? Yeah. Something like yeah. Pretty sure. By all means federal way Metalcore. I think that's yep. the URL. Yeah. That's the new. Yep. <laughs> all right. Sick. Uh, guys. Uh, any, any shout outs or thank yous before we jump into the last song. Shout out uh, Tacoma
3: hardcore, Northwest hardcore in general. Uh,
5: shout out all the homies.
3: Yeah, there's too many, NB.
5: but I yeah. love all of you. Not
3: shout out Zach Mioli, not him. <laughs> How rude! <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the what's the gripe with Zach? Oh, nothing. Oh, okay. I mean I'm in Mioli, so
2: oh, okay, I nice. Just... Well, then I think you're ex- my extended brother. There we go. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Yo, straight uh, up. Uh, shout out toilet paper i've taken this for granted too much and pandemic's really shown this is an item we cherish so shout out toilet paper for being a a real mvp you know what i'm saying
6: absolutely uh shout out ingrown from boise idaho again shout out end of days can't say enough good things about that band their outro is going to be insane when that's recorded um also shout out the Ming. oh i don't know the outro <laughs> is cooler. The yeah, outro is okay, honestly okay. the better one.
2: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough.
6: Also, shout out the Mango Loco Monster. Yeah, straight up. Dude is so good.
2: Are you guys energy drink core? Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah, we
2: are Best energy drink and worst energy drink. Worst energy
4: drink? Not. I'll take yeah. nothing <laughs> short <laughs> of that. I don't know. C4 is pretty bad. I haven't heard.
6: heard. I haven't Full heard. Throttle. Dude, oh, yeah, full throttle
4: track. Full throttle sucks. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Wait, d- does anyone in here like Rockstar? Yeah. Wait talk- are you talk It's, oh. it's whatever. Honestly. You
1: guys ever miss? Messed-
2: Let's hear it. There was an energy drink that used to be around. I don't know if it's around anymore called Stacker 2. Oh. oh. That was like banned, I think, because it was too. Yeah, Did you guys like-
5: ever try uh, Venom? You had that yeah, Venom was oh, not yeah.
2: down. Venom,
5: I liked bad. it. Rip oh, fuel bought- from the from
2: the
3: dollar
0: store. <laughs> oh,
3: the dollar rip store, fuel, rip, no. Yeah, rip fuel. <laughs> uh, best energy drink. Uh, watermelon. Uh, Red Bull. What?
2: Yeah, I'm
5: okay. I'm oh, going
2: yeah. with the the sweet tea bang. Ooh,
5: also bomb. Ooh.
2: Yeah.
5: Oh, uh, cool.
2: Well, all right. Energy drink core. Uh, actually, you know what? Federal Way, energy drink metal core. <laughs> We'll put it on the shirt.
1: That's <laughs> no. by all means. <laughs> the monster Video
3: logo. Coming that wild waves. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the M and Means is going to be the monster logo.
2: <laughs> oh, oh man. So we're going to go into a song called Attitude Era. Now, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Who named this? Are you also a wrestling fan? Uh, I think Jesse named it kind of because when we
3: put Chris in the band, he was like, "Oh, this is like our Attitude Era. And I was like, that's a song right there. <laughs>
2: Yeah. All right. I so you, you know about the wrestling attitude era then. Yeah. We all collectively oh, yeah. think wrestling is cool. Favorite wrestler of all time before we jump into it? Undertaker? Oh,
3: Undertaker. No,
2: Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Stone Gold.
4: I just got done watching uh, the interactive Undertaker movie on Netflix before this. Oh my God. Dude, it's so good. It's interactive? It's interactive. That's I'm going
2: awesome. with Brody King. Oh oh that's a good you got remember... no brody king the yeah singer no. God's oh, yeah.
3: Hate? yeah he yeah. scares me i saw him full t-pose front flip into
6: the crowd yeah during detain that, that was, was ridiculous that was the scariest thing i've ever seen i was <laughs> i was really nervous for everybody's safety
5: <laughs> all
2: right attitude era by all means thanks guys
6: yeah thanks Thank for
1: having me. us
4: Ooh. have a good one guys one love well
1: Got no need for a market bitch like you And that's the bottom line